1: Welcome to All by the Popcorn Podcast. I'm Alessandra. And I'm Emily. And today we're going to talk about Guardians of the Galaxy, which we watched this morning. So we've had a, a long day of hanging out after seeing this movie where we literally tried not to talk about it at all. Like we saw the movie and then every thought about the movie that came into my head, I had to like push down and like be like, wait, we have to talk about it later during the podcast.
0: It was definitely difficult cuz there's this one thing that I've been dying to talk about which I'm a little peeved about not really but kinda
1: just cuz I thought it was okay I don't wait know. I'm yeah. just going to say this now spoilers <laughs> there's spoilers cuz if you if you haven't seen this movie um it just came out so yeah like what like last Thursday it came out on yeah so it's definitely and it's already made a couple hundred million dollars more than that, actually. That's just domestically. So it's pretty big. This is making a lot of money, but if you haven't seen it, you really should go see it as long as you've seen the first movie. Anyways, continue what, what you were going to say. Well, it's at the end, so I, I, I want to bring it up later. You want to bring it up later? Okay, yeah. Okay, so I guess we'll just... Initial reactions. I really enjoyed this movie. I liked it more than the first one you know, I felt the same. Did you really? Because honestly, I went into the first Guardians
0: thinking it was going to be terrible, but it actually surprised me. So then, so then I kind of just left it being like, okay, that was fun. Yeah. And I, I felt the same during this one. I really, I wasn't like, oh my God, it's amazing. Like I was like, yeah. that was funny. It yeah. was enjoyable. Like, and I,
1: and the first one, I actually was kind of, um, more on the, I was surprised with it. Um, but I also thought it was a little bit, Rushed, like I wasn't really like super into them as a group. Yeah, they were just a little bit too hodgepodgey for me. <laughs> they definitely did rush everyone together in the first movie for sure.
0: Yeah, I like, guess they, it were, they were breaking out of the prison, and that that was like their first work together moment.
1: Yeah, and I think I was just because each individual character we got Groot and Rocket and Drax and... which Groot and Rocket were already a team.
0: So yeah. like so them as a pair they already had chemistry and you could tell that. Like they they're yeah. definitely really good together. Their chemistry is really great. Like you could tell that they've spent a lot of time together. Yes yeah. as like bounty hunters. Mhm. Yeah.
1: So I mean I just I did like the uh, way that it fit in the Marvel Cinematic Universe with the first movie. But this movie is actually just kind of a standalone thing because it's just about Peter Quill and his dad. And I thought that that was uh, more centered, more focused of a storyline for them to to really flesh out. Basically the father-son thing that Peter had to come to grips with. Like who was really his true father, and that was Yandu. which is interesting because I never got
0: the sense that Yondu was a father in the first one.
1: Yeah, see that's so it's I weird. Think like they were this, trying this, to this backtrack idea, it.
0: Like they, yeah, they definitely backtracked it, and they definitely like forced this idea into your head because you know by the end I was thinking, wow. Yandu kind of was a dead once he explained himself. Yeah. So like, but but you he, never felt it from the beginning, which I thought was kind of awkward.
1: Well, he just wasn't that touchy feely. No, just, he, he wasn't. He's just kind of, um, you know, especially in the first one. There's so many new characters, so it's you're getting over thrown all of this this stuff, and it's still thrown all over the
0: galaxy. You are thrown, yeah, all but over the with galaxy. With this
1: movie, because you are aware of the characters, because you know what they stand for, what they think, where they come from, you can actually make a good um, assumption and analysis about it. You know, like, you don't see... You don't have to worry about where the characters come from because you already know them, and you already feel like they have kind of a familial situation going on with all the Guardians. But then you kind of got a bit more of them
0: because since everyone was thrown together so quickly in the first one, you really couldn't see how much of a, and I'm doing air quotes right now, of how much of a humorous guy Drax is. Yeah. He's, like, such a jokester, doing doing really lame jokes, like, yeah. the whole time, almost to the point of being mean. Yeah. Like, I really... really mean. He's funny. I really enjoyed that, like, how, mm-hmm. how upfront and, and almost, like, offensive he can be with his jokes, like, especially with Mantis. So, like, I definitely like how we kind of got a better look at everyone this movie, because we definitely didn't and in the first one. it seemed
1: longer, like, every scene was flushed out. Every joke was taken just over the top. Like, I thought every the joke. I thought joke. the jokes were better in this one. Yeah. Because
0: in the, mo- in the first one, I thought that some of the jokes were kind of dumb and I didn't really enjoy them. Mm-hmm. But this one, like, that tape one... Was hilarious. Oh yeah, they're like asking,
1: oh God, "Does still... anybody have tape?" And like, yeah, they're like, they're like, yeah. is just like going around, like asking every single person. You can like hear him off in the distance, like, like Rocket's Galore, just in a cave. Yeah, yeah, Rocket's just in a cave oh, with Groot. So funny. And,
0: and he, it's it's the part in the trailer where Rocket's like, "Don't press this button," and then Groot goes, "I am Groot," and he like tries to, he like wants to hit that button. He's like, "No," and then he's like, "You know what? I'm gonna put tape over it." And then he's like, "Quill." And tape, and it's there you, is, you can, There was a you lot of yelling. Hear
1: him. It was so there was, funny. Everybody yelled in this movie. Oh, it was yes. literally just screaming at each other. And I loved that they even acknowledged it. Like they were like, you know, friends don't yell at you're always mean to each other and they're like, well, family yells at each other. That's be, we're a family. They were, were like, definitely
0: stressing that They were in really this movie. stressing that. They, they, they were they really were, I think I think maybe the creators, like the director, maybe James Gunn. Yeah, yeah, James Gunn, like kind of felt that maybe they hadn't gotten close enough yeah. together in the they first a bit, one. Just, they were really it. stressing it. In they this really one. were. Like they were pushing the that family they cared, element,
1: and they were like caring about each other. They would go out of their way to go get the other person, you know, out of danger. Yeah, and and it's even with the kind of subplot of Gamora and. Her sister, um, Nebula. Nebula, they even had... So it was all about family, this, the, yeah, this movie. It was definitely. just all about the... And finding who your true family is. And how you... Yeah, and Nebula is just so harsh, but she even, like, um, Gamora even just... Because
0: well, she's totally messed up. Like, yeah, like they're, all, what, they're both what messed Thanos up. What Thanos did to her was, like, totally messed up. And Gamora, I mean, even though they're supposed to be... in In terms of Thanos being the father, they are sisters. But I really never felt like they were... I never felt like they were truly sisters, like, from the beginning, because, of course, you know, Nebula was always jealous of Gamora, and mm-hmm. Gamora was just trying to save her own ass. like, Yeah. She, like, yeah, because cause Nebula, every time, like, she even said this, like, she was explaining to Gamora, like, why she hates her so much. It's because, like, Gamora never let Nebula win whenever they were having, like, Thanos would have them fight each other every once in a while, and and, and whoever won. Like you know, got got rewarded, and whoever lost, like Nebula, always lost. So she yeah. always was replaced with a piece of robotic, like mm-hmm. like
1: so like, she was like with a robot like a piece. cyborg. Yeah. yeah, she was slowly turning so more were, into a cyborg because he wanted her abused to be better by yeah. Thanos emotionally and physically abused. And Gamora by him. was just trying to
0: save her own ass. She wasn't acting like a true sister. Yeah. which I mean they weren't. They weren't actual sisters. But then
1: they, you know, she was like in the end they made up, and uh, it was more like and she asked her to be on the Guardians and she refused, but. At least they had that kind of like sisterly... yeah because
0: Nebula's issues are very one sided she yeah. doesn't, she doesn't want to help anyone else, she just wants to kill Thanos, yeah, so. basically,
1: um but it's they so in this movie, they're basically starting out as um for, heroes for hire for people who just. Need to mostly done. by the Novacor, yeah. They
0: mostly answer to the Novacor, yeah. Um, but they weren't even in this movie, no, the not no, at all. The
1: Novacor,
0: there was like one Novacor looking ship, yeah. The in, in that one, like, but then but I, don't, I don't even think it was Novacor. No, we did get a glimpse of like the the city that, that Novacor's in. Mm-hmm. That was it. That yeah. was the only glimpse of Novacor that instead we said it was
1: the um, what was. What was it, what were the gold people called? Oh, it's the sovereign. The sovereign. And they are clearly just egotistical, like you know, thinking they're the most perfect creatures in all of of They time. were
0: super cool looking
1: though. They really like, were just they their they whole were planet gold. was
0: gold, their skin was gold, their hair was gold, their whole outfits were gold, and I I love gold. So, yeah. so watching them, like just and um what's what's that lady's what's that lady's name?
1: actress who, yeah who was the high oh, priestess or whatever um, yeah what's her name well i was telling you earlier she's jordan baker in the great gatsby yeah and she was also recently in um she was the bad guy in uh, the man from uncle mm-hmm, mm-hmm. as well um oh, it was right here in the front she was she has these very um scandinavian features where the very straight nose she just looks really good in gold. She's got these big eyes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I think she's really good at being evil. Like, she kind of is good at being unhinged, wearing, like, a lot of makeup. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, Elizabeth DeBicki. DeBickey, yeah. Okay. Deb- yeah. Debicki, and I, yeah. um, I thought that that whole plot was good as well because there wasn't... Like, the bad guy was definitely ego in this movie because he wanted
0: to ego and sometimes the ravagers like they always yeah they always make like the ravagers kind of the bad guys but then they but then they can be good because like i don't know they have like i wish they'd go into more detail because the second that they bring Yandu back in and like there's this whole mutiny happening and and the and the members of yondu ship like don't want to be under him anymore because there's like some special Ravengers code like how can they bring all that in and not describe it
1: well, they kinda did with Sylvester Sylvester Stallone.
0: Barely. Yeah,
1: it was in you know
0: So I guess I guess in the Ravenger Community. They're they're like different factions, and they have to follow some like pirate code. code. They're like
1: pirates. They're like pirates. They really are, and they have to they have to follow it. And then Yondu actually doesn't follow it because he lets Peter go, and everybody's like, "Dude, why did you?" Well,
0: actually, Yondu wasn't supposed to be doing this stuff for 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 Quill's dad to begin with. He wasn't supposed to be taking these jobs. Um, yeah. So the whole time he wasn't following the code.
1: But you know, he does say in the end to uh to rocket that he doesn't think that he did anything good in his life but that's not true because the thing that he did good was not turning over peter quill to ego but he did turn in
0: all those other all the other did he
1: did do that and but then he he didn't do it for peter and he never told him why he never told him that his father was an asshole you know and i don't know maybe he could tell that peter was special
0: and so he like and and mm-hmm. he and he knew that he uh, could ego t- yeah. ego was like a bad guy and that if he got peter then it would have been worse we
1: had those oh really nice flashbacks with peter as like a teenager and you know like a scrawny kid with mm-hmm. Yondu, like teaching him how to fight and stuff. was it the same kid actor
0: what? Or was he slightly older? Remember how in the first one we do see oh, baby that, he was
1: like a younger kid though. That he was like ten. This one in the he maybe it was He the was same. slightly older. Yeah, he was older. Um but it was a nice like it was just about fatherhood and stuff and but I also really like this movie because it doesn't take itself too seriously. Like it's so funny. Like they're always making jokes about what they're doing. Like, at one point, Peter Quill makes a magic ball with his, like, powers, and then they start having, like, father-son catch, and it's just so It's because it's everything that
0: Peter Quill wanted, like, because he was, he's like, before he was, of course, foreshadowing in the, in the movie, he was talking about, um, he was talking to Gamora about what he wanted his father to be, and then, of course, here comes... Here comes Ego Quill. What's his exactly name? The... Well, what his, his was his real name? His What was his Earth name? Did he have an Earth name? No. No. It
1: was, I, it was I, I didn't ego. really hear.
0: I think it was just Ego. I think it was just Ego. Okay.
1: But he, um he, and he was, like, told him he would look like David Hasselhoff. Which Kurt Russell kind of yeah, does. kind of does. And then he transforms into David Hasselhoff at one point. I know. Like this movie just, David <laughs> It, it, it was funny just because of how much it didn't take itself seriously, and I thought Chris Pratt, like, everybody gets really emotional in this movie. Like, all of oh, them yeah. cried. Like, Peter's like, crying a lot. Dude, Gamora cries, like, oh my Peter cries, Rocket cries, Baby Groot cries a lot, Yondu cries, like, Yondu's buddy, the other Ravenger guy, cries. The, the guy from
0: Gilmore Girls. <laughs>
1: yeah, like, they're all, like, everybody is just so emotional and the mantis girl is great yeah she was she was a really cute character yeah, i actually kind of like, really i kind of like her and
0: drax together even though drax finds her repulsive he
1: like there was this hilarious part where he's, like, saying that he he's thinking about, like, mating with her or something. And then he starts, like, throwing up. And she's like, what's wrong? He's like, I was just thinking about, like, being physically intimate with you. And he's like, ugh. No, he <laughs> so was funny.
0: talking to her earlier. And they are just chatting. And then he's like, yeah, you're pretty cool for being really ugly. And then they're he just like... she's disgusting? And... Yeah. And then she comes back later. She's like, there's something I never... I, I need to tell you Drax. Because she was trying to tell him that, you know... Ego's ego, evil. Ego's evil. And what he does is, like, terrible. Yeah. But he's just like, no, I don't want to mate with you, I'm sorry. Yeah, I I I told you, I thought I made that clear. I thought I made that clear earlier when I was calling you ugly. It was so funny. So good. He's, oh my god, Drax is such a great character.
1: Yeah, there's, I really, like, loved all the characters. And I think it really, like... That's what the first movie... I mean, maybe you really love Peter, because of, obviously he's a
0: really cool guy, and he's played by Chris Pratt. I mean, from what we saw of the characters in the first one, I knew I liked these characters. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I mean, just Even though to... they were thrown together really quickly, mm-hmm. you there was enough there to make you at least be fond of them. Yes. Like, there were enough jokes to continue on liking them until, the, until this new movie came out, which made the characters so much better. They so were was... really
1: more three-dimensional. Definitely. They, they
0: really added a lot more to them. There was just so much happening in the first one, like, with so many bad guys like I mean with the Ravengers and Ronin and Thanos like mm-hmm. and and even at one point the Novacore because you know they
1: were all trying to chase yeah these, I think there was a bit too much going on. there was on. so much going and on that's in the first why one. this movie I think was a stronger one for sure because of how much more simple it was yeah it was just very there was no extra going on. it was just this main plot the whole movie you know it was yeah. very like straightforward. And you also got a little bit more of yondu's background, um kinda yeah, you a know, little starting with him and and it was just it was actually really sad to see him go um and it i think it it also had so much imagination this movie was yeah like ego's Planet was so cool, exceptional, like there was the most beautiful production design art- di- direction I've ever seen, like. And I know and I know that
0: when it comes to the planets I mean I, I feel like in the in the first movie we kind of got to see a bit more of being on planets mm-hmm. where for this one you kind of just saw like rooms yeah. in the planet like you know how well in the first one they, they were all like like on the Novacore planet and you could see like the entire
1: city where this one they really explored ego though ego's planet
0: ego and and a few of the surrounding planets like that snowy one. That was like pretty much just a like the strip club area. Oh, but that like was those like robots. a city. Yeah, yeah. I don't I'm know. Just... the The places seemed a lot. The only big planet seemed like Ego's planet. Everything yeah. else, like even when they were on the Sovereign Planet,
1: no, oh, that they, they, was they like still, a room.
0: Yeah, they still didn't see all of it. Like they just saw like little pieces of and it. And you're in, you're in ships a lot. Yeah, definitely just a lot a more. A lot ships. of
1: ships. A lot of like flying ships. Like I really liked. I really liked that, like the logistics. Like this movie was pretty much like um, they didn't sleep. Like it was all just you watched it as it was going, very very chronologically. It mm-hmm. um, only took place over like a few days. Yeah, you know. So it was definitely just, a very short amount of time. It was. So it was. It was a nice adventure, I think. And this whole thing with ego, it was crazy and stuff. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Go, and the fighting was great. Yeah, that fight scene was there awesome. There were some um, incredible effects that went into them flying behind ships, like buildings crashing on things, and like, you know, like when Gamora and. Um, Nebula were fighting. They had just this insane fight, and then like Gamora picks up this huge, like, freaking gun gun
0: that fell off of Nebula's ship. Like Nebula was chasing her, like in North by Northwest. Yeah, <laughs> she she was chasing her with with her with her, her spaceship. Yeah, and Gamora was running on the planet, and like I, like dodging the- these huge ass bullets.
1: And at one point, she kind of like stops to regain her breath. And then you see the ship come back and it's, it just had this, this pacing that I thought was a lot more polished, a lot better Mm -hmm. in this movie than in the first one. Yeah. Like the editing was a lot more James Gunn in that it was kind of weird like you would just go like when they were going in between all the different dimensions to try and get from planet to planet like planet the 700
0: jumps and their
1: eyes are like bulging out and their their, and their cheeks, cheeks are like are like, tra- like demorphing and yes. stuff and it was just so weird and it was everything in this was so wonderfully weird so wonderfully like just rainbows and it was so colorful. It was a very colorful movie. It was movie. awesome to look at. They just were like why not do that because we have this entirely large budget. We might as well just make the most of this budget. That's yeah. really what it felt like. Yeah, they basically took the first movie and just
0: and just multiplied it by 10 and yeah. then just made it better.
1: It, like just I mean, usually things that have so much budget like this end up being a little bit, you know, stale. But I thought that maybe a, a bit too flashy with yeah, no story, with yeah, but too much action or something like the Transformers trailer we just saw on the way in there. Like God, there's just no. That looked terrible. Or like even the new Mummy or something. It's just God. all action, like no substance. You know, I mean, I'm just saying that from the outset. But you know, it's you know, yeah. I think the only reason I would go see
0: The Mummy is if someone told me that Brendan Fraser does make a cameo. (laughs) It's the only way I'd go see that movie. I don't know why. I don't even like Brendan Fraser that much. I I like him in Scrubs, but that's it. He's really
1: great in Scrubs. He's great in
0: Scrubs. I don't like him in anything else. (laughs) No, I really don't. And I I love him in Scrubs. But if he makes a cameo in The Mummy, I might go pay for
1: it. I don't know why. Well, I'm going to read um, one of... Yesterday, James Gunn posted this really nice um, post on Facebook and um, I just wanted to read it because I thought it was, it was a really nice um, tribute to the weirdos out there Mm -hmm. and everything. And and this movie is just so like the peak of that. Yeah. So, okay. Um, James Gunn, the director. He says, I've spent the past two and a half years making a film, probably a good 95% of my non-sleeping life during that time and sometimes it seems that it all comes down to these few weeks of release in theaters. Let me tell you, it's harrowing. The movie is doing incredibly all over the world, up nearly 50% over the first film in most territories, and a breakout hit in countries where it didn't do as well the first time around. Hi, Korea. (laughs) (laughs) I'm exceptionally proud of how well it's doing in the countries I've visited and where I've made many friends in the past few years. Thailand, Brazil, Colombia, Russia, UK... You've all welcomed me into your countries, and I'm a better person for interactions with you. So as we open up around the world, I would be lying if I didn't get distracted by the numbers. The first thing I do in the morning is roll over in bed and check my phone for the morning box office reports. But in the end, it's not what matters to me. I write this now to let you know that I'm also to remind myself. Because I'm human, and I sometimes forget. When I was young, and I felt utterly alone, at times to the point of suicidal thoughts, I never felt like I belonged had an incredibly difficult time connecting to other people, and despite having love around me, I had an impossible time experiencing it or taking it in. But I found my respite in popular entertainment, Marvel comics, science fiction, and horror films, and the music of the sex pistols, the replacements, and Queen. Suddenly, I could move past the bland suburbs where I lived into a more magical world, a world more aligned with what I imagined, Sometimes these works were simply escapist fantasies that distracted me from the difficulties of my internal life, but other times in the strongest moments, maybe through the words of Alice Cooper or Freddie Mercury, through Cronenberg films, or even in Chewbacca's Growl, I experienced something deeper, the realization that I wasn't completely alone. Someone out there was as weird and strange and whacked out as I was. So this morning, as the internet box office, with as many theories about what it means, I'd like to remember that that's not truly, it it is just truly nonsense and noise. The only meaning the money holds for me is that I can pay my mortgage, feed my dog and cat, and continue making movies. I haven't worked two and a half years just to watch a string of numbers getting higher. I work because I like telling stories, I work because I love the relationships I have with my collaborators, and I do it because I like connecting with people, and the easiest way I know how to do that is through filmmaking. I do it so that some kid in Thailand or England or Colombia or Brazil or Japan or Russia or anywhere can hear the frequency of his or her own heart bouncing off back from the Guardians. They're a group of heartbroken misfits whose lives have been bereft of tenderness and connection and who have nearly impossible time trusting themselves or others. But they're learning one step at a time. They are me. They are you. We are grouped. And no matter how much world leaders telling you that we aren't in this together, we are. You are not alone. Thank you so much, my Facebook friends, for supporting me over the past two and a half years. And thank you for all the messages letting us know that we've keyed into the frequency of your hearts. I love you all, and I'll continue to be here with you over the next three years as we create Volume 3. Love, James. (laughs) Aw, James! That's so sweet, huh? That was really sweet. What does it make
0: you think? It makes me think that, like, he's just... Cause you could feel all this emotion in the movie. Yeah. So he's just been he's just been very emotional throughout
1: these past two years making this movie. It really, yeah. He's had to go through a lot, and it was it was a actually a very interesting choice. The first movie was a a gamble. Mm-hmm. People didn't know that it was gonna do well because it's so different. Yeah, cause the trailer. I
0: I just remember watching the trailer and being like, what is this movie even gonna be about?
1: yeah yeah but it, it's successful it, it is weird you know mm-hmm. it's just a bunch of misfits and uh but that's good now people like weird yeah we we are we are nerdy we, we are like the nerdy power kind of people where it was like all of the ones that came before us you know didn't feel that way about and, and, you know my parents still call me a nerd <laughs> they're like oh you're so nerdy and I'm like what's wrong with that like I found a community of people that I really can connect with. And yeah, there's a lot, there's a lot of people like that. Yeah. I get called a nerd a lot, too. But it's <laughs> cool.
0: I think it's a the term of endearment. It is. It's like, yeah. I like
1: I like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't mind it. Yeah, so anyways, maybe we should check do you want, I'll check the meta score.
0: Okay. Um so one thing I didn't particularly or one thing that I was kind of confused about was, okay, so we know how in the first movie, Peter puts his, um, helmet on Gamora and, and is in space for a couple minutes. You thought he was going to die. Yeah. But then, but then, you know, he was smart and told Yondu like where his coordinates were and Yondu went and, and basically brought him back to life. And this was how Yondu died.
1: Yeah, Yondu so, got sent
0: out into space with Peter, and he was wearing... and there was only one space suit uh-huh. because Peter because Peter's helmet got damaged in the in the battle. But and where was the
1: ship? That's what you're wondering, right? Yeah,
0: because I mean Peter did this exact same thing in the last one, but I'm thinking about this now is that Peter Peter was thinking forward about that mm-hmm. and was like Yondu because Yandu was like chasing him because Peter had like betrayed him, and so he was like Yondu, come find me here and then so then that's how he got saved basically but i don't know couldn't the same rules have applied yeah and saved yandu
1: the second time i they just didn't know i they didn't know where he was going to be and the planet was huge i guess yeah yeah i guess you just think that they would flag down the ship
0: yeah but uh, or they, or they would have had a tracker on someone cuz yandu has had a tracker
1: on well, their and, ship for, like, ever. And Rocket knew that that was what was going to happen because he gave Yondu the last space The suit last space suit and, and the, the last, last like, rocket. rocket. Yeah, yeah rocket so. back thing, backpack. Um, that Dave Batista was like, it hurts my nipples. <laughs> so funny. Oh, my nipples! <laughs> my nipples! <laughs> so funny. Like, there was just, it was just very, I mean, for me it wasn't like, oh there God. were some laugh-out-loud funny things, like, just ridiculous lines. But I I just...
0: But I did feel like there weren't dumb, funny moments. No. Like, I thought, I mean, even even though I didn't laugh out loud at a lot of them, I didn't feel like they were as dumb or awkward as in the first one. Like, there were some lines and some funny parts in the first one that I was like, really? Like, that was kind of... like, fell short. Like, the joke fell short and I was like,
1: okay. No, we liked... Like, I liked the one where he... Like, Yandy's coming down and he's like, you look like Mary Poppins. And he's like, is he a cool guy? And he's like, yeah, he's cool. And he goes, I'm Mary Poppins. Yeah, see, like, th- that that <laughs> was funny. I don't know. There, there were just, there were just, like, two,
0: there were two weird lines in the first one that I didn't like. Yeah. Like, you like know. the tone was off. The Yeah, like, I don't know. I, I didn't like the joke where he was like, oh, they got my dick message. And I'm like, okay. Like, I don't know. I didn't like that one. <laughs> I kind of thought that was pretty funny. It's, I, I don't know. And
1: I thought it was funny. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I thought it was kind of dumb. <sighs> like, the the tone of it is very different from, like, the Avengers comedy. You know? Mm-hmm. Like, that can be stupid funny, but, like, this is just so... It's so specific. It's a specific kind of humor of just basically... Making sarcastic jokes that aren't necessarily laugh out loud funny, mm-hmm. but are just kind of a humorous situation, mm-hmm. and so they kind of make fun of their own situation lots of times, they where don't. they're just like very aware, like like that ball, scene, like the ball catching scene with the dad. You know, it just it was it supposed went to be all humorous. Slow motion. It kind of went like, like it a, was, it was like cheesy humor. It was really cheesy, and so it was just that that funny layer of. They totally know what's, what they're doing, and yet this, this scene probably costs like a million dollars to make, and they just, it is ridiculous. And I just love that that that's so, it's such a self-aware movie. Like, they don't take themselves too seriously, even though the budget is humongous. You
0: know, another thing that I found interesting. So yeah, sorry if I went all like Titanic on there. They could have both survived. Yeah, like that a, was
1: really right. It was, it was totally Titanic. a Titanic
0: moment. I'm sorry, but you know, I just I really like Yondu. I didn't want him to die. Oh, I didn't want him to die either. So I'm I'm totally gonna pull a Titanic here. Like, freaking Rocket Smart. He could have had a tracker in any of those Rocket things. Rocket
1: was so sad. Rocket
0: too. was so oh, angsty in this. He was what so was
1: sad up with because, that? It's because he's a. He's an orphan too nobody wanted him I know but why does he
0: why does he not think that that Peter and them, like, care about him. He, he, just, he just seemed overly sensitive this time.
1: Everybody can... was really sensitive. Oh, so overly Everybody sensitive. Everybody was just, which is great, because then it makes them more three-dimensional characters. It makes them, like, more real, you know? Because yeah. if they just, nothing affects them, then they're not real. Like, they all were very affected well, by yeah. everything that, that was going on and everything that was happening to them.
0: And we knew from the first movie that Rocket was always very... Sensitive about like what he is yeah, and what people a recul- call him, a like trash you know, panda. a trash panda or a, <laughs> he's like, a tra- triangle face monkey. Yeah, like, and
1: he, like, yeah, he got that a lot, and he like touches his nose. He he
0: is very sensitive about what people he's call him because sensitive. I don't really think he's he even knows what he is, and and that's yeah, th- and, and then he's he very does, sensitive he does about say it. Say that
1: in the first movie, he's like, I don't even know what I am. I'm just like a freak, you know, and and he's been getting that for so long. It's just, and then you think about each individual character, and you think about how much more depth they have and especially added on to this movie how much more you care about them because of their backgrounds you know and even even baby groot you know he was so so silly he was baby mostly groot for like was so cute i wanted to oh, say that so many times throughout this movie day. like his baby eyes, groot was so cheey little
0: I just wanted to, just wanted
1: to hold him. And then like everybody holds him in the movie, like a little, he like, a little like little sleeps baby. on them. He's like Aww. a little baby, and like everything they do, like Rocket's just like, just make sure you don't hurt Groot. And then like all the Ravengers were like picking on him and pouring drinks on him. And, would,
0: and when no. he was walking and making those little squishy wet noises, like he was just like he was like damp, like like oh. his poor. Poor little wooden body all covered in alcohol. <laughs> so cute! He's like walking so sad because he's like so tiny and people just pick on him.
1: And... Oh. oh! it was adorable. Oh. I just really liked I liked just the different kinds of tones going on in this movie. Mm-hmm. And I think it, it all blended really well. And in the end there was five extra credit scenes. Like little you know.
0: Which I kind of like because they, they did have a lot of Just kind of, probably not as much as in the first one, but I feel like they did have kind of like, I mean, some of them didn't feel like they needed to be in there, but they kind of just closed up a lot of stuff. Like, I mean, they had well, they did have to show the sovereign because I guess, I guess, in the next one,
1: she made another human or whatever, she made another being. So that's going to be the bad guy of some other next movie coming out.
0: Yeah, I can't wait to see who that turns out to it's be. It's probably
1: going to involve the Infinity War. Like, I feel like that thing's going to make an appearance. Like, it might not be the bad guy. know. How guy. many more
0: movies do we have until the Infinity War? Oh. Like, Infinity War start? We have, like, a not, ton. No.
1: Really? No, it's like... We have the third Thor. Yeah, we have we Thor. We have Black Panther. We have Black Panther. We have Homecoming. Spider-Man. We have... And then I who think after that, to,
0: it's... Who else do we need to bring in? Do we need to bring in any more people? Marvel. Oh, we Ma- need to bring in Captain Ms. Marvel. Captain Marvel, <laughs> that's right. We need to bring Captain Marvel. We do have that. and
1: But I think the Infinity War... Because that they already started filming it. So it's going to come out next. That's going to be after Black Panther. Think so? Yes. It's Infinity Wars Part 1, at least.
0: Yeah, because Captain Marvel wasn't on the listing
1: for, it's not, for Phase 3. Yeah, I don't think it is yet. No. I think it's going to be after. Because they already started filming Infinity War. Okay. So this is very exciting. What a time to be alive. Every time. What a time to be a nerd. Every time something <laughs> comes out I d- like the Star Wars trailer just dropped and I I just can't even believe that this is the I know, time I, I live said, in right
0: now. I said in the movie like like the second it said this Christmas I was like man Christmases are getting so good these days. <laughs> like because <laughs> yes, so Star Wars comes out every Christmas and I'm just like man Christmases are good. It is just
1: it. Merry Christmas to me. I just feel like they're just, I mean, and the quality of these things is exceptional. It's getting so So much better. So it's just really, they don't skimp out on, on the nerd stuff, you know? Like, I feel like they really take it really seriously. They know that the fans care so much that they don't want to fuck it up. And then we have a really good movie. You yeah, know? because cause they're all just
0: nerds too. So they they're already, all nerds that are all, making these movies. We're all on the same nerd length. If we were like, are on the same because nerd all of these length. guys, all
1: of these like filmmakers, women and men, a lot of them are like in their forties and fifties. Mm-hmm, grew mm-hmm. up with Star Wars. Grew up with like, you know, all of that whole thing that made them who they are because they were kids, and mm-hmm. that is how we feel because it's like. We're the next generation of nerds because when we were growing up, we had those weird 90s shows. We had the Star Wars prequels. Even though they suck, they still got everybody into Star Wars again, especially kids our age when we were younger. Mm-hmm. It's just seeing... We had like, you know, we had like Pirates of the Caribbean. We had like yes. satirical stuff like Shrek. Like there's just so much going on when we were young that really shaped us into like the the nerds we are today it just makes so much sense why. This... And it's just great how we get to, we get to backtrack as well as look forward to the future. Yeah.
0: Like we we're This are... is such a good this time. This is the prime time. This is such a good time. This is like
1: golden age of film and television, I'm Dude. telling you. It Dude. really is. That Dude. It gets me emotional. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, I was going to read the the Metascar. Cool. It got a 67. Okay, okay. All right. Um the highest one is an 88 from USA today. Just like the first one, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two is a winning and wonderfully relatable gem of crazy. Mm-hmm. That is a really good way to put it. Such a gem of crazy, and the music is amazing. Of course, we had ELO, we had Fleetwood. Oh my gosh, we, we this just had I think, I we think had Cat
0: Stevens in the end. Like there even was though, some great e- stuff. even though even though even though there were a lot of songs that I didn't really know in the first one, like I had never heard of Blue Suede mm-hmm. or um, or some of the other songs that I really now enjoy because of that movie. You're
1: your, like, music taste is exactly laid on to what the music is in this movie. Yeah, like, ju- their,
0: their soundtracks Emily is, like, is what like I listen on to. on that. She listens to it all the time. Yeah, when Fleetwood came on, I was like, Oh, Fleetwood. And yeah. then the opening scene where they were fighting this, like, what was it? This monster, this intergalactic monster that was, <laughs> yeah, like... Yeah, the credits that,
1: were amazing. That
0: eats, that eats like, these batteries. Like, the fir- their first job was helping the Sovereign before pissing them off, basically. And this intergalactic beast was like jumping from point to point and eating these batteries that like keep the keep everything going, I guess. And um, and the whole opening scene was just amazing because ELO, uh, Mr. Blue Sky, was playing, and and I love ELO so much. Yeah. And um, and Baby Groot was just dancing around the whole fight scene. And everyone was like, Groot, get! get out of here you're gonna get hit and he like wasn't getting hit and it was just like you could just see everyone like shooting this thing in the background and like, yeah, like punching so this funny. thing in the background and Groot was like like they're all they're all blurred and then Groot was just in complete focus just like dancing, dancing. being really cute yeah. to ELO and I was like this is the
1: best thing ever I know it's just so it's the best it's like basically like what they thought you know what would be great Having just the credits roll while they're fighting and Groot's just dancing because that's, and then you know what? Because like Groot's a baby; he doesn't give any fucks. He doesn't care right now. Yeah, but I just, I just love the choices that they made. Like everybody was like, "Would this be a good idea?" Yeah, let's just do it. You know, like that was basically, I. It felt like they just handed over the reins to James Gunn, and were like, "Was just like, do whatever you want. You you did so well the first time around. Mm-hmm. We're gonna just let you." do whatever you want now. And yeah. and that's really what I feel like the most successful things these days is basically just production companies like TV even, you know, production companies just saying, "Here's a bunch of money, make something." And we're not going to meddle too much in what I mean, of course, Marvel meddles, but now that they started their own studio, they have a lot of control. They they have way more control than they ever were because they're producing their own movies by themselves. Yeah, they don't have anybody else helping them out, so they don't have to listen to any other production companies. It's just whatever they want to do, you know. So it's really, it's good. And,
0: it's and how their and their new do their new like Marvel Studios like theme. Uh-huh. Like theme theme song or whatever, like scream opening. They added Doctor their... Strange into it. Yeah, and... it's getting so much better. Like with every with everything they add, they add to this um awesome opening. And I just I get
1: excited when I when I see it. I'm like, oh man, here yeah. again. It's coming. It's it's a new one, you know. And we just we don't even have to wait that long for the next one. We have like Spider Man coming up. It's I know like they, have, they have so
0: many people working on so many things. And it's, it's, it's so good. It's so, it's so, so satisfying to like. Cause, yeah. I mean. Cause the next Star Wars is just this Christmas.
1: Yeah, that's like, gonna come. That's gonna come out of nowhere. They're just they're it's, just
0: popping out these movies so quick. Then it's
1: gonna be then it's gonna be the uh, Han Solo movie. Oh my god! And and then we gotta do that. You know, it's just oh it's never god. gonna stop. We're just never gonna stop giving our money to these people. Therefore, we need to just have really good jobs so we could just keep going to the movies. Which luckily, I guess,
0: isn't that expensive of a hobby still.
1: No, it's it's okay. As long as we, this morning we went to the $6 movie, so. Which was great! Yeah, it's always a good idea. Didn't gotta pay a thing! I mean, yeah, you got it for free. I did. Yeah, that's good. I, I, I actually
0: still have two movie tickets. Those black, oh, yeah, black tickets, yeah. Maybe for Wonder Woman? Yeah. We gotta go see Wonder oh, Woman. Oh,
1: everybody out there go see Wonder Woman. I'm so pumped. Oh, man. Yes. Oh, yes. Such a great time to be alive. I know. So exciting.
0: So this was our first uh, talking about Marvel. Yeah. And there's going to be more of it. We <laughs> we love, really love Marvel. We love Marvel so much. Yeah. I, I remember going to the movie theaters and watching the first Iron Man that was when that's it all started. Still, that's still my favorite movie. Yep, I love it so much. I got it in this awesome like tin DVD case. Love
1: it. But that was the beginning. That was the beginning. That was even though there was like the Hulk one before or whatever. It this was the first. It Iron, started Man with Iron Man basically started it. It started yeah. the the trend of being Iron Man cool. started the
0: new phase yeah. of Marvel.
1: Just the new phase of superhero movies in general. I mean, yeah. because X Men did something that was really exceptional as well, and. But Iron Man had that, com- like, that comedy flair to it. That Robert Downey Jr., you know, um, his, just the way that he acts is just so attractive and so, you know, mm-hmm. he, he's got such a specific attitude and style that it just worked so well and then it just began, it began everything. Another thing I wanted to note was um,
0: we got a glimpse of... I mean, I I had seen the trailer before, but we got another trailer for the third Thor movie. Yes, and um, we'll we'll probably talk about that, right? Yeah, for sure. I mean, I'm not big fans of the of the first. I'm not a big fan of the first two Thor movies, so I really don't have as high of expectations. But it it looks like Thor's getting a bit of rebranding. This one looks a bit better. Thor's getting Thor's getting a major makeover. It really and and the movie the movie itself, like the trailer, looks so different from what the other two trailers had, like the first two. Which, yeah. it looks better. It does look this better. This trailer looks a lot better. The first two movies, I did not like. They, they had a lot of issues.
1: They're just... They're kind of boring. Kenneth. <laughs> the fr- yeah. <laughs> the first <fourth. laughs> one. You already know how we feel about Kenneth.
0: Uh, love you, Kenneth.
1: Um, keep, doing, keep doing what you're doing. Uh, okay. Hey, it looks like he's going to
0: be pretty good in Dunkirk. Yeah.
1: Well, no, he's a he's a great actor. Kenneth is a great actor. No, just... he, he's an amazing actor and a good Shakespearean director. I'm not going to say he's not, because he is. Okay, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I did see, because he, he directed uh, Much To Do About Nothing, right? He, directed, and he was in it. He directed several
0: did Shakespeare. Did Yeah, like in the 90s and stuff. Because I watched the one with Emma Thompson, Much To Do About Nothing.
1: I really liked it. It's not Much To Do, Emily. It's Much Ado. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I watched it, didn't I? Yeah, you did. Much ado.
1: Anyways. Gotcha. So Love you, Kenneth. Um so Yeah, is anything else you want to say about Guardians? I, I just I liked it a lot. I would
0: what else? I thought it was a little weird when you first get to Ego's Planet and Ego had like all these little Pod movie screens like up. yeah. Showing, I, I was not showing like it's just so I fake. I was not into that. Like yeah. I was like, why is he doing this? But he they po- were like
1: ceramic.
0: They look so, so weird. weird, and
1: you're like, mm, I don't know about that. Like one, man. okay, so
0: as as you watch and think of like a historical exhibit, where yeah, where, it was where like the natural where history where you're Museum. like ping ponging to each exhibit and it's telling right. a story. Like he goes up and he's like, Peter. Look at like you walk into yeah. the first one. And he's like, Peter, this is when I first went to Earth and I planted something and it like the thing was moving, but it was like a mannequin.
1: Yeah, and like They're it like was, mannequins. it
0: was doing, it was like p- putting his essence into the into the ground, like he was planting so shit, weird. going to each planet. Yeah, and then he, they like walked to the next one and he was like, and this is when I met your mother. She was super hot. and yeah. then we went to the third one and it's like and we made a baby, we made you, and then and he was just like ping ponging to all these different like exhibit
1: like present like little i don't like i don't even know it yeah. was so weird it was a really weird choice it was really weird um i don't really know what i would have done i know like what would you because cuz peter wasn't
0: wasn't believing him just by talking to him so what these like weird animated mannequins helped him believe <sighs> like i don't know
1: But I mean, I don't know, I don't know how I would have solved that problem.
0: I I, I I honestly can't
1: think of another way that would be a good way to tell.
0: I could easily see how he'd kind of get swept up in it all by, by just stepping foot on Ego's planet because his planet's pretty amazing. Like, it's really pretty. And then, and then just walking into this big grand building after just hearing that your dad's a god. Yeah. Like, there's a lot to take in, but I just thought that was really weird. Like those little, those little mannequin things. I thought it was weird. Yeah. Which maybe it was supposed to be, because it kind of felt like he was trying to... He was trying really hard. He was trying really hard yeah. to get Quill to trust him, because, you know, he kind of wanted to suck the life out of him. So... Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> I just think his uh, his way of going about that was a bit... A bit dumb. Like, he killed Peter's mom, and he thought Peter was just going to side with him? Dude. Like, that God, was not... That the... scene was awesome like that he, was not the like way to do get, that he
0: gets to the end of his exhibit presentation and then he he's like yeah sucks that i had to put that tumor in your mom and and peter just like his face went blank and then he just automatically pulled out his gun and, it just, just, started and shooting just started shooting, shooting at Literally his face had no hesitation like, just started shooting it him just like. was like not even a not even a second thought like he no, just just started like,
1: it just go, blank, went at
0: blank it. face, just full of shock and horror, and then just like boom, 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 just, boom, boom, and then like gone. and just, just pieces of him, him just, just chunks of him were just like were just were just disappearing as he was rematerializing because you know he's not actually dead. But
1: that was incredible when he would like walk up from being nothing to like basically they were building a human being like from the ground up and it was like, he was talking at the same time. It was so cool. Like the animation was insane. Yeah. It was like remarkable. Yeah. He was, yeah. I, that was insane. It was like high, like up there. Like, this is what we can do. Like, it was just so incredible. Like so much work went into that. It's just, there's nothing that, that we can't do. There's nothing.
0: It's just crazy. I know. And, and whoever thought of doing that was just amazing. Because, right. like, it was so cool. Like, you could just... It was it was like seeing something from Pirates. Like, seeing Barbosa walk up to you, like, just all in skeletal form. Yeah, but no But much
1: better. It was... But so much cooler. It was much more um, dynamic. Yeah. Yeah. Very dynamic. Very amazing. Yeah, so... Um, but... You know, you already know my thoughts about the production design and the art and everything because that's really what I care about. <laughs> and Ego had great hair. Yeah, he did. He really did. Uh, it was good.
0: They made him look... They did kind of good. I, I saw I saw who the actor was that, that was kind of like young Ego and then they like just put... Oh, they put that put, on his face. Put Kurt, put Kurt Russell's face young over Kurt his face. Kurt Russell, yeah.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: He still looked a little old, like a little bit too old for the lady who was playing his mom. Yeah. But it was still okay. Yeah. Like, he still looked a little too old, though.
1: Yeah, it was good, though. It was pretty good. It was very convincing. It was pretty... She, she just looked
0: so young. She was beautiful. She was so I, I really pretty. liked that lady that played And the was mom. that
1: actually her? From, from the old one, too? You know, I don't know. I was thinking that, too, because yeah. she looked so different when she was, like, she had cancer and stuff, so she, you know, looked a lot different. Yeah, she looked sickly. Um... Are you trying to find the mom? It's, oh. I'm trying to do this. Okay, let's go with the first one. Well, um I don't know I don't really know what else I really want to touch on so I think we should probably just we gonna close out <laughs> yeah
0: what? why is the oh here we go Here's the rest of the cast. Oh Lee. I just remember from oh, Lee from the first, the first one. I had yeah. no idea Lee didn't know Pace was at all until we saw the in movie. the
1: first one, yeah, and Al and I love Lee, yeah, so remember we looked at each other in the middle of the movie. Like, we saw his
0: name. Yeah, the- yeah, like, when, during the opening, and I just, like, saw his his name come up, and I was like, Lee! Yeah, <laughs> like, like,
1: Emily and I, like, freaked out. Like, and like, what? I just
0: went, <gasps> like, yeah, I like, just, like, I just and inhaled, like, so much. Yeah. Oh my
1: gosh. <laughs> I mean, he was a pretty good bad guy in the first one, but he then was, again, he didn't have, he was whatever. he just didn't have that much dimension, because it was like, what was he, he was Thanos' son, right? Right. Like, his sisters were Gamora and Nebula? I don't know. His sisters? I thought that wasn't it, wasn't it that?
0: Wasn't, wasn't, wasn't he more of, like, an apprentice of Thanos? I don't think, I don't think he was, like,
1: related. Their brother? Oh.
0: No, because they, they kind of, they kind of had to answer to him. So, I don't know, maybe he was, like, an older, I don't think so. I don't, I don't think they were. I don't think so.
1: You having a hard time there, Emily? Yep, I don't know if I'm gonna find. This, okay, then this person. Why don't we just leave that as a mystery? Okay, yeah, I'll figure it out later. Um, but yeah, if you
0: want to follow us on, I'm gonna make you do this by yourself. Okay, I'm gonna God. watch you do this, uh, Emily. What are you
1: doing? You can't look stuff up.
0: I need you to... gotta do
1: this off your off the top of your head. I I don't, Emily. If
0: you want to follow us on Twitter, our Twitter handle is. Hold on, waiting for Twitter to open. We? Waiting. These these uh, listeners don't care. They don't care. Okay, then they'll have to know it. <laughs> if you want to follow us on Twitter, our handle is at ByThePopcorn. And if you want to email us, we have I'll buy the popcorn at gmail.com and ByThePopcorn, nope, and... I'll buy the popcorn podcast at Gmail. And I'll buy the popcorn <laughs> And if you want to follow us on SoundCloud, it is soundcloud.com slash I'll buy the popcorn podcast. Mm-hmm. And we're you also can, on iTunes. You can find us on iTunes, I'll buy the popcorn podcast. Yeah. Or I'll buy the popcorn. And uh we're on Facebook as well, so we have a group. You can just search all by the popcorn and uh like our page, please. Yep, if you have any questions, comments, concerns, let us know. We would love to Love also, give you us think. a
1: like and a rating on iTunes, or maybe a review. That would be like really nice, um, because that's how people would see our our podcast on iTunes. Like, the more we get, the um, higher it goes up, so people can be more see it more visibly. That would yeah. be that would be really great. That'd be great. <laughs> and uh, yeah, we we just kind of this is our loose podcast. Like, we really just kind of take it as informally as possible. Um I mean but we we're not like we're still down for suggestions and stuff. That's totally cool. But we're just this is the most casual thing. Yeah. I so. mean we
0: have some stuff in mind for the future and if if you're liking it so far, stay tuned. I mean it's not like we've run out of stuff to talk about yet. Because, <laughs> we really are never because it's have kinda hard to run out of stuff to talk about. So Yep. Um see you guys next time. Yep. Thanks. Bye. <laughs>